I saw uh, Paul Whitehouse in Worcester. There you go. He was filming a film of some description. Which everything is circular. What were we talking about <laughs> when we first got on, on the air? We were talking about yeah. Roly Birkin. Very, very oh, Kissy. Very good. She <laughs> was great, yeah. My, uh, my wife squeed with glee. She said, this. She said We love gone fishing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have done it. It would have gone, well, pff, blimey. Bob Mortimer is a is her dream, is a heartthrob. There you go. <laughs> I think it is my favourite. It is my favourite show, though. I think, don't it's you? Great. It's great. It's it just is, fantastic. It lovely, lovely evening, sort of relaxing viewing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing how it's caught on. Really, isn't it? When I mean, you think about the concept, but um, it somehow really works and just uh, it's the kind of. Um, Reality show version of the Tetris, same kind of vibe, the same kind exactly. of yeah. yeah. Well, so I've got absolutely no interest in fishing whatsoever, but no, I just no, like no. still watch it from start to finish and thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. What if you could do that as a podcast? Welcome to Episode 7, Series 2 of Frankenstein's RPG podcast, The Sci-Fi Years. And in this episode, it's an examination of starship design, rules, uh, and also combat in space. In this episode, I'm joined by Graham, Chris, Steve, and Wayne, as we try to start to dissect this thorny subject of spaceships, to abstract or not. I'm assuming everybody's up to speed with what the, the actual podcast is all about. So uh, without too much ado, I will uh, I will start the episode. It's a bit of a long one, but I think you'll enjoy it. So here we go. Right. So if, if you're all uh, if you're all okay, we'll uh, we'll crack on. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this is uh, this is now episode seven of series two. Uh, and we've we've got to tackle the thorny subject of uh, starships. Okay, so we're going to do this in sort of two parts. The first bit will probably be around this idea of uh, the mechanics and the design and the crewing and which game gives it all in the best package. It may not have all of those elements absolutely mm-hmm. down pat, but but so which game you think is is the sort of the best in terms of that sort of starship design and then mechanics and everything else and then the, the the second bit will be about starship combat so it may not be the same game that you've nominated for the design bits that's the bit that you actually want to have the starship combat clearly i'm going to say mert for both uh <laughs> i i, I, I believe there's space master <laughs> conan hobbit conan's the one Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> okay, so no, no, no merp in this in this episode, perhaps. What? So, <laughs> so uh, starship uh, design crew mechanics. Uh, 
not an easy one to bet. And, and we had a poll, and on the poll, mm. as uh, Carl Clare continually reminds me, the answer to everything is traveller. No, it isn't, though, is it? Or or is it? But in the poll, I think there were close to 50% of the, the votes went to, to traveller. But anyway. Well, let's so, see if anyone puts traveller forward this evening. <laughs> Who would like to start? Uh, how about Chris? Would you like to start? Since you're, oh, I'm, you're... I'm, well, actually, so in the first instance, what I'd like you to do is introduce yourselves. Sorry, <laughs> which which I inevitably forget to do as we've been blathering on for about ten minutes. So, Chris, would you like to introduce yourself first? Sure. Uh, Chris Watkins. I'm 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 the bearded half of Bonnie Games, um, and uh, this is the first time I've been been in such an august company. It's I've been listening to this now for for a couple of years, I guess, and um, uh, maybe it feels like longer. Um, and uh, listening to so many people in the, in the in the UK role playing scene that I, I I like and admire, whose opinions I value so much, be so terribly terribly wrong about role playing games. It's, it's, <laughs> we aim to please. <laughs> it's a it's a critical audience we have. Steve, would you like to uh, introduce us, or rather, yeah. the real Dave Patterson? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I am uh, Steve at All Anthar on Twitter, and uh, I'm one of the hosts of a ridiculous rambling thing called All Anthrax's Gaming Vexes. You'll probably recognise the accent. All right. There you go. <laughs> mm. uh, Graham, would you, uh, would you like to in- introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, Graham Kenneber. Um, uh, I'm not on the Twitter, but uh, you can find me on gaming forums as uh, Kenny Graham. Uh, I've heard the uh, to be a honour of uh, being a guest on Steve's podcast, so I'm, I'm beginning to slowly collect the set and try and guest on every UK podcast going. Uh, whether that happens uh, remains to be seen, I guess. It's a, a laudable ambition, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and breaking all kinds of records in a in a. Um, a, a, a return appearance to to the pod in very very quick time, uh, Wayne. Yeah, supply guest. Um, I'm uh, at Wayne underscore Peters on Twitter, and uh, I'm nobody really, but uh, I have opinions. <laughs> and uh, and is currently in a cage in the cellar of my house. Thus, he's here again. Please, okay, master. So. Please, master, let me out. Uh, please, please shut up and get back in the cage. Yes, master. Uh, I'll be in the corner if you want me. <laughs> That's that is not the first time he said that to you, Dave, is it? <laughs> Today. <laughs> yes. Uh back to the uh the, the question in uh in I wish I hadn't said anything about a cage now. Okay. <laughs> Starship design, crew stroke mechanics, stroke. How does it all hang together? Chris, come on. Okay. What uh, so- what what are your thoughts? What are you going to go for? So I think uh, we're talking space opera, aren't we, for this uh, uh, this, this yeah. one game that you're designing? So it has to be fairly mm-hmm. epic. And something uh, that that fell into my thoughts very quickly was the fact there's so many sci-fi, particularly TV series, they're actually named after the ship. The ship really is a character in these stories. You know, Firefly, Deep Space Nine, Battlestar Galactica, Babylon Five. So many series. That it's actually that the, the ship, in some ways, is the biggest character. So I, I look through a few rule books, and I'm going to read you out of the rule book that, that I've chosen from uh, section. I'm slightly going to edit it before I uh, uh, as I go through. But the ship is the you're, sorry, you're, you're, you have to you have to really really read. Keep your voice up, otherwise there's four old blokes here who are just going to fall asleep if you read to us. Right. Okay. Go on, okay. Crack on. Sorry. 
It's it's less than less than half a paragraph, so we'll we'll see how we, if if I hear snoring, I'll stop. Give it your best, Olivier. <laughs> I'll give it my best, Chris. The, the ship is the single most important character in most sci-fi sagas because it's the character all the players contribute to. It's their home, a secure base, a place where they study, improve, create wonders and experience wonders. Coming up with the concept for this is very important as it will have a strong influence on the whole feel of the campaign. So that is the introductory section to the chapter on covenants in Ars Magica. So what I'm going to propose is Ars Magica because... <laughs> Ships, ship travel, don't let the traveller players tell you that otherwise, even though it's in the name. Ship travel is not very interesting. Travel is only interesting when something happens. One of the things that happens is combat. We're talking about that later. But travelling from A to B isn't terribly interesting. Carrying exotic cargo might be, but travelling from A to B isn't interesting. There's something happens. And when something happens, you want the characters to have a place to shine in and a place they've invested in. So you want... Okay. Scotty in engineering with the sparks flying. You want the med bay with the emergency medical hologram. Um, uh, you want the, the the bio labs where they're trying to work out what the blue goo is in the expanse and what they're going to do about it. Um, yep. So you want an environment that's supportive to that systems-wise. And Ars Magic has that in terms of laboratories. And it has labs for everything. Also, Ars Magica has a system where the the space, the covenant, the place where the mages in Ars Magica meet has boons and hooks. And they're kind of personality traits, really. Uh, a hook uh, is, is something that's a, a, an advantage and a bit of, with a bit of story to it. Like, you know, it made the Kessel Run in however many parsecs. I've now lost all the Star Wars fans because I don't know how many parsecs <laughs> the, the, the Millennium Falcon made the Kessel Run in. Um, or it's got, got that, that kind of trait where the only way the hyperdrive works is when you hammer on it repeatedly, and that's one of the, one of the, uh, the, the, the problem elements that you can introduce. So you can give the place a sense of character, but the character of the place or the character of the ship is all about supporting the, the player characters being wonderful and excellent. And then in terms of roles, Ars Magica is designed in a way that's fairly large and epic. You have actually three tiers of characters at this notion in Ars Magica, if you don't know it, troop-style play. So the main characters, it will kind of like your bridge crew, um, are, are the Magi. Um, they're the ones who are through every episode of the TV series, if it were to be a TV series. There are companions. There are your um, Chief O'Brien, Cole Meany types that turn up from episode to episode and fill in. Their companions are not yeah. as powerful, but there's a system for... Uh, categorizing them and and i'm sticking with my star trek theme here there's the grogs who are literally the grunts they're the red shirts the ones that rock up everyone has a chance to play with them and tinker with them and they're the ones that die in droves when when stuff gets real uh, uh, and things get dirty and in our case it'll be planet side when things get dirty so it's got these three tiers of play it allows space for characters to excel the ship itself has some personality that supports characters in what they're good at and in fact it even allows for you to not have to have way in say a DD setting is who's going to play the cleric who's going to play the fighter who's going to play the mage who's going to play the thief you don't have to fill yeah. every gap because you can fill the gap with these side characters these red shirt grog type characters so i think in the space opera setting what you really need is is a a, a medieval mages university ars magica wow. right. can, I, can i complain because <laughs> uh, chris Blimey. has actually thought about this which frankly <laughs> I hate it when they think about things. This is just wrong. Chris, you're, you're barred. I'm, I'm not you on that. Oh, God, you're going to love me next one, then. <laughs> is it Tales of Equestria, by any chance? I was wow. talking about suggesting Conan. 
<laughs> I might uh, I might do that now. Let's have a look. Ship combat. <laughs> but it's but it's a great idea though, isn't it? If you've got all these you do instead of going like a game where you've got you know large ships and you know I mean Star Trek is, is a great example where you know it's it's you don't have the, the small vessels unless you're using what's the one out of um, Deep Space Nine whatever the little ship is in that mm-hmm. but even then you've got yeah you've got far more crew than there are actually you ever you ever see you know in, in a gaming setting so I think it worked really well for that actually I think for things like the Expanse possibly less so. But I see where you're coming from, Chris, with the, the idea in, in about covenants. It. And, and here, my analogy is really going to be stretched, I'm afraid. But they have the, this idea of, of young or old covenants, young or old settings for these mm. men. And the young ones simply have less staff, and less mm. stats, and less abilities. Mm. So if you're looking for your Millennium Falcon or your Firefly, um, you can build something that's much smaller and, and has more dependency. And, and uh, really, you are playing all of the characters mm. who are, there aren't that many support staff around. Mm. Um, yeah, it does depend towards the mid, mid size and big size. Yeah. I mean, just, but there's two things that spring to my mind first. First, I don't have Ars Magica, so clearly I've got to buy it. I'm assuming <laughs> I know just, a guy. I'm assuming, <laughs> oh, would I, would I really get it from Bonamy Games? Yeah, so what, suggest Shadows of Estrin next? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, no, I'm not but then the, No, but then, the, then the, the, the second bit of that is a lot of work <laughs> trying to, <laughs> to shoe all that but you know it, it, whereas of course the is... rest of frankenstein's rpg is famous for being so sort of you know uh simple and uh, easy to fit seamless. together like, like, like seamless Jupo, really. <laughs> seamless yeah yeah so uh, i guess this this will add an enormous burden to an otherwise slick process i realize that you do of course realize that you're going to be hunted down by the uh shall we call them the traveler purists with the uh, Ars Magica in sci-fi, and a yeah. the answer, the answer is always sci-fi. <laughs> wow! Wow! Good start. Good start. Love it. Strong. Nicely, nicely done. The, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm going I'm to go sort of clockwise on my screen. So, uh, Steve, you're next. Okay. So, what would you like to go with? Is it going to be? Yeah. Dragon Warriors? Well, I'm, I'm going to go in disappointing you first with the level of thought that I haven't put into this. Not anyone it's just Chris. But so I was thinking about, I think with all these games, there's, there's always a bit of a continuum, isn't there? So if you think back to um, like Traveller, probably is, is a good example where, you know, it, it's it's sort of coming from those wargamey type roots. And there's an idea that you want to have balance in your, in construction. So there's like, you know, how big your power plant and how many state rooms have you got, etc. So you've got that sort of side of things. Personal and, question, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's where things, games like, um, I mean, Battletech, you know, that the, the role-playing game, that had big spaceships in it and it got a lot of that sort of ship design. That was almost like a big part of the game was creating, designing ships with a, a, an idea that you could have a, a balanced game, whatever that is. So you've got those sort of games over there. And in the other extreme, you've got games where actually it's it's very, very light. So I'm thinking about things like um scum and villainy, actually, where the 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 ship construct the, the ship rules themselves are so light as to be practically non-existent and unusable. So you know it's more like a concept of a spaceship rather than an actual thing you can you know fly about in in, in the uh, in, in the game. And um I've you know I've I, I played Traveller, it's all right. I've played Scum and Villainy. It's one of the few games I've stopped playing 
because I just couldn't cope with it anymore because it was just too much load, uh, it, it, certainly as, as the GM and probably as a player as well. So, yep. you know, what's best? It's, it's all, it, you know, it's, it's relative. It's what, what we like, really. So what I'm going to plump for is actually a game I'm running at the moment, um, which is The Expanse. So it's uh, Green Ronin's uh, adventure game engine. That's right, AGE. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so so it's it's a, it's a fairly new game, um, yeah. and in the actual uh, the core book itself, there's there's you know it's it's got the ships you'd expect. So if you've watched the Expanse, you know it's you know um, tramp freighters in space essentially is the sort of setup there, mm-hmm. and the, the ship construction in the in the main rule book is is very light. It just gives you a set of systems. It doesn't pretend to be um, balanced, really, it's all dri- it's what you know, come back to Chris's point, it's what drives the story, mm. really. Mm. So, in the expanse, you know, there are um, lots of uh, you know, lots of traveling from place to place, which is really, really boring. But what you see <laughs> is the stuff that happens on the ship, which is interesting. So, in the expanse, you have um, the ship is defined by you know, a few basic features, so things like you know, ship size. Yeah. Um, small. You know, weapons, yeah, small to really big, uh, strange enough. Ray. Um, a few weapon <laughs> systems, um, a little bit what sort of drives they have, you know, it's, it's, it's got a, a sort of an Epstein drive or you know, whatever. Um, and sure. also, it's got things like, you know, crew, and, that. and we'll come to more crew, how, how you actually play the game, the crew, or later on. But what it does do is so once it's defined this vessel, this, this stage on which your characters are going to actually interact with each other it then provides systems so you can do what you see in the tv program so on the tv program having a meal together in the galley is a really big thing so it's how the the characters bond together and it does this by um when you're traveling from place to place you can have one or more what they call interludes so an interlude could be something like you know you doing a bit of research or you are you know, bonding with your crew mates and you get bonuses actually outside the you know when you arrive wherever you're going to um to do that but but also um it it means that one of the the things you can do in interlude is to re- is repair and maintenance you're always seeing you know amos all the way they're always there like you know yeah. fixing something in expanse uh so it must be pretty important because they do a lot of it okay and in the game itself and this is pretty much narratively driven if you don't spend time fixing the ship things start to fall off it and again that's driven by the gym it's what's the most fun thing that can fall off the ship at any one time, really. Um, so it's not, it's yeah. absolutely not the traveler end of things. Okay. Think, it's not yeah. the, it's so light as to be, you know, unplayable or just like more of a, a, an idea rather than a game. It's, it's for me, it strikes quite a nice middle ground, really. And so that's the core game. And then they bought out the, uh, the Ships of the Expanse supplement, which I thought, right, this is ship construction rules because at heart, Although I don't want to play a game, I do like the crunchy system. And it just gave you more things that you can stick in a ship without any real rules about it. So it's just right. is of- this this is your lonely fun we're hearing about now, isn't it? <laughs> there, there is you like no to design fun. a spaceship <laughs> over a bank holiday weekend. Over yeah. bank holiday. Nothing more I'd like to do than design a large cruiser over a bank holiday weekend. But um, but yeah, so for me, the expanse. Uh, Green Ronin, mm. AGE, the, the role-playing game, is that is that sweet spot in as much as it gives you enough to facilitate what you're trying to get out of the game, which is a bit of fun, a bit of interaction. Yeah. But, and I'll come to that 
next bit possible. I maybe suggest an expanse to the next bit. You never know. But it also oh. enables you to uh, use those few numbers in what appears to be quite a crunchy way. So each player has, or each character has got a thing to do and a role to play in board the ship. But anyway, so for me, Green Road is the expanse. There you go. The expanse. Mm. I, I was playing it at the start of lockdown. Um, so uh, that's my first experience of the adventure game engine. Um, although it's slightly... Uh, uh, slightly awkward at the beginning of lockdown playing being trapped in a very small space that felt like it was falling apart <laughs> so, <laughs> wasn't the longest campaign we played but I think that's circumstance. Uh, one, of the things in, one of the things in, in the, the adventure game engine is the stunt mechanism as well which I quite like so I can't nice. quite remember how the mechanism works but basically there's a table of cool stuff that can happen yeah. it's not quite a merp crypt table for Dave but it's a, mm. it, it's a table of, of, of cool stuff and I think if you're the kind of person that plays with tinkers with game systems you could you can create your own tables of cool Absolutely. stuff it, it does enable a bit of analysis paralysis which is always good fun of deciding how you spend your stun points yeah, yeah. Three yeah. Of them so gonna do that's there are cool. certain players who like to spend quite a bit of time thinking about that but that's fine it's all part of the game so there you go there's some sort of veiled hint there i don't know what that was about <laughs> the expense it's funny enough, a couple of people actually mentioned the expense in fact actually it may just have been you steve but but a couple of people did sort of talk about. It. I, I'm I'm quite interested in it because, as you said, it, it does have that sort of all the things that you do. It it drives that story forward. Yeah. Uh, I, I quite like it. Yeah, there's a game benefit to doing the stuff which is more interaction. And yes, as I say, it it models what you see on the screen fairly well. Yeah. I think, so. I've only seen season one of the Expanse, but am I right in saying that all takes place in our solar system? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's all in. There's no, there's no sort of. St- it's not so. Oh, blimey! Well, I mean, first they're not starships as such. They're just spaceships. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. To get, um, if you've only seen the first series, it's difficult to say quite what happens without being a terrible spoiler of, of what happens in later series. But it would be fair to say the final series is is not quite on the same scale or in the same setting as the first series. Oh, okay. Not, okay. Uh, the blue goo gets interesting and uh, and and uh, opens up other possibilities. So if you want to play something that's a bit more epic, I, I imagine I've read the rules that the expanse can cope with that because the expanse does get a little bit bigger than just Earth, Mars, and the belt. Mm. Okay, okay, yeah, because one because if we're going for like, full on sort of space opera, mm-hmm. would would those rules quite fit? You know, if you're jump about different star systems and I mean, all, all you say is, you just, I mean, you know, in in uh, in the expanse, it's the Epstein drive, so it's what gets you to run the solar system in a, in a you know, at the speed where a plot makes sense, which I think that's all it's for, really. Um, it's not, actually, that is it that it travels at the speed of plot. It's like, like white stars in Babylon Five to travel at the speed of plot. Exactly. Yeah. I thought one of my favourite things was was this idea that okay, this enemy ship has fired missiles; they're going to impact in about nine hours. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and they're going to impact. Nothing you can do about it, and it's just basically what you do between now and then. It's just really interesting sort of um uh twist on a space battle if, really. if, yeah if, if you're going to go with like some real hardcore sci-fi stuff i mean it's like the um have you anyone read the honor harrington novels have you read those i've heard of them i think i read like, one a long time ago they are brilliant if you like ship-based sci-fi especially with like you know sort of real combat what it would actually be like I thought they were like it was like Age of Sail, where you get two ships that would just pull up alongside each other and broadside each no, other. No, they'd be miles kind of away. Weird. They'd, well, they'd be like <laughs> huge stellar. Well, 
yeah, interstellar. Like it, interstellar. It's, 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 away from it's the combat-y bit, isn't it? Now, so yeah, I sorry, it. anyway. We could, just, no, uh, I mean, we could use it for combat, but we, we could yeah, have something the, radically different for combat, yeah. like like yeah. Fields of Equestria. <laughs> but the point is, sorry, I was just to, to Graham's point, is that all you say is that mm. the Epstein drive is a, is a, is a starship drive, because really, unless you're going to work out actual travel distances and stuff, it's just a... It's a plot device, isn't it? Who would do a thing like working out actual travel distances and how long it takes to jump from one place to another? Oh. Wait, sorry. <laughs> okay. So, I've done so, it. But why, why was it named after Brian Epstein? Is he particularly... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Physici- physicist, was he? Yeah, well, as well as... in his spare time, you know. Well, as well, an entrepreneur and a musical promoter, he was, yeah, he designed... Uh... Who, who, who knew? <laughs> okay. Hyperdrives. Graham. Graham, you're next. We've had Steve with the expense. We've had Chris with quite frankly the ludicrous Ars Magica, but well done. Graham, <laughs> please introduce a note of sanity. Uh, well, you, you stole my, my thunder slightly because you mentioned lonely fun. So I'm going to make an argument for some lonely fun. Um uh, I was <laughs> I was I was considering what games I should submit to, to you know for consideration here and um, I decided to limit it to basically what was on my shelf. Um, I was going to go out and buy loads of PDFs and drive through and then build Frankenstein's uh, RPG for research, but um, yeah. I don't think that would go good too luck. well. Um, good luck with that. So uh, I, I've got quite a few science fiction games. I've got five that do space starship design and, and stuff like that. So I've got Scum and Villainy, Traveller, Star Wars... Alien and Space Master. So, <laughs> some fresh excitement there because um, I, I am going to go for it. So, um, so yeah, so uh, uh, Traveller is kind of, Traveller is kind of, you know, medium to heavy crunch on uh, Starship design. And um, I thought, well, if you're going to go down that route, you may as well go the whole hog. And go the Space Master route, which um, will provide decades of lonely fun for those <laughs> so inclined. Um, no, actually, uh, yeah. So, so the Starship designs, uh, yeah, it, it's actually in three stages. So you can you can do a very simple version, you can do a medium version, or you can do the very complicated version, um, and that applies to this, this the combat as well, which we'll come to. Um, but I thought um, there's. If you're going to do sci-fi, you're going to do it right. Let's get into knobs and whistles, power plants, electronic warfare systems, uh, thermonuclear missiles, loadouts, all that stuff. Um, if you're going to do Starship Combat, it should be, I think it should be an event, and I think uh, in Starship Design should be a thing. Then, um, yeah, I would I would make an argument for Space Master. Go the whole hog. Mm-hmm. And that is going to feed into my... Uh, combat choice as well because I think to uh, fully realise the combat you've got to have this, this, the, this, the ships you've designed that are going to be in that combat um, crew I didn't give so much thought to I think that's almost a separate subject um, I like the kind of troop style thing uh, that Chris mentioned there I think that's a good idea for um, uh, your kind of five year mission type space or, or your Star Treks your, or your base in the space station rotating crew, different adventures. Uh, I think Steve alluded to it might not work for your kind of small, kind of more ragtag bunch of adventures. Um, uh, Scum and Villainy kind of was probably the most useful there and just attempt, 
in terms of suggesting what kind of um, what kind of uh, type of crew you're going to be in, what type of missions you're going to engage in. Um, but overall, I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say um, Space Master for for Starship Design certainly because um, that's that's going to that's going to be the way the combat's going to go. And um, uh, a shout out I think to probably Scum and Villainy just for giving your guidance for us kind of smaller kind of kind of crew. A, a less intense uh, lonely fun with Scum and Villainy. So, it, it, space Space Master is your final answer. Yeah, yeah, for for certainly from design, starship design. Yeah, it's, it's a work of uh, art, isn't do, it? Do you think that's that's is that usable in play though? I mean, yeah, lonely fun, but is it? Well, something? yeah, yeah, it's useful in play. I mean, um, actually, um, I've got it. Where is it here? It's lying So if, if <laughs> there you go, yeah. right? So, so I'm, I'm showing the PDF, and and my my cursor is a hand. I'm lovingly stroking Space Master now. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> uh, do you know I, I i too i too unsurprisingly was uh was looking at space master and thinking oh look at that space master ship design crew lonely fun there's about a fortnight's worth in there it, <laughs> it, it's quite it's dense and if you don't want to do the lonely fun uh, some of the work's done. You can do various are these vessel companions. So, um, <laughs> Dave, Dave's just got all excited now. Yeah, yeah. So, this, uh, with all, all, space oh, master yeah. porn on, uh, on the screen. all the counters are here. Oh. So, so, so it's all there if you want to. If you want to just lift them, there's, there's a good variety of ships that you can just lift and load and, and yeah. plug in and I, play. I guess, yeah. So I, I may I may just need to go and lie down a bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Graham even has counters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. She's been a vet. Yep. She's been a vet. You, you're a man after my own heart. You, you go. <laughs> you don't just. You don't just go in. You go all in. Yeah, yeah. I'm having the counters and everything. Else. So, space master. Brilliant, Wayne. Unfortunately, Wayne, you have to follow space master. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? What's the point in going on? <laughs> All right. Where right, you go okay. for? Well, my recommendation is this serenity. Okay. But in order to explain my reasoning, I have to go back a bit to classic traveller. Now look yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Classic traveller. Because right. I've spent many, many years. Uh, using classic traveler to create starships with it was my go-to system i was a bit of a gearhead and of course being artistic i had to do deck plans as well and uh now in the original classic traveler they suggest as a rule of thumb that um if you want to do deck plans um a one ton of displacement because traveler um components and traveler ships are are measured in displacement tons one ton is equal okay. to two one and a half meter squares on a grid. Right? <laughs> this was well, the purposes of the purposes of the recording. Uh, Steve has just slipped into a catatonic state. Displacement, <laughs> please carry on. Okay. Now, assuming a height of three meters. Okay, but of course the community then takes this as gospel, absolute gospel law, and uh, and so. Your starship deck plans have to have exactly the right number of squares, exactly. Otherwise, it's not legal. 
I can use it in your game, but I ain't using it in mine, that kind of thing. Um, and so as a result, I saw in the early days of the internet, I saw an awful lot of designs that were essentially just house bricks with wings on either side of them, which, you know, didn't look very interesting and didn't make any sense either. Um, I was fortunate after a while, I started using 3D software, and so I was able to start making some fancy designs, which while they didn't have the exact number of squares, I could use a volume measuring tool to make sure it actually had the exact displacement tonnage. Uh, and then one day, oh, I'm, I'm just... I had an epiphany. <laughs> None of this matters. None of it. <laughs> I love you, that take. That's why there's a bounty on your head. <laughs> no, it's about 25 years. No, I suddenly I suddenly realized as long as as long as your, your ship record sheet only has the legally allowed components written on it, the size of those components is irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're not going to have staterooms the size of a football pitch or engines glued to the back of the hull, although I have seen that. Um, it's it doesn't really matter. So I was kind of freed then to use a bit more artistic license, and I could just make them look a little bit more cool. And that's where I came across the concept about the same time of the this idea. I think as Chris said earlier, the ship as a character in its own right. Mm -hmm. And then Serenity came along, and what I liked about the Serenity design rules is it felt like um, a spiritual success of the Traveller. It felt like it was very much influenced by sort of the classic Traveller design idea. But it stats ships exactly the same way it stats character, player characters. So yeah. the smarts is is the you know, the ship's computer and then your, your strength or your constitution is the ship's the whole integrity and it, it's all this kind of kind of thing. I really like that because it kind of, it's you, you, you can kind of uh, you get a sense of how how good or bad the ship is uh, you know using these kind of almost metaphorical kind of um sort of standings for the for the ship's stats yeah you still you still construct it in a similar sort of way you buy your modules and you plug them in and you know you have your state rooms and your weapons and this kind of stuff um but it's it's nice and simple it's not um you haven't got to sit there with a slide room or a pocket calculator um and spreadsheets um, and I also like the fact that, um, unlike uh, Traveller, you built in this kind of this maintenance cost. So every month it's going to cost you a certain amount to uh, replace things, repair things. You know, and the, the more complex the ship is, the more time it's going to take, the more it's going to cost. Um, and the older the ship is, the more likely things are to go wrong. And I really like that. It's almost like, a, you know, it's like adding in these kind of these narrative I, you know, sort of elements that would just fire off automatically, and you also yeah. give it um, uh, what do they what do they call them? The attributes, the sort of edges, the floors. Ship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Ship Straits, attributes Straits. are. Yeah. Yep. So it can uh, be a I, fuel I really like guzzler well. or something like that, can't it? Yeah, because yeah, that that would, you yeah. can take like a stock model and then give it its own kind of personality. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that that's my recommendation. Nice and simple. It's you started the same way as a character, which makes the ship a character in its own right, similar to what Chris yeah. was saying, but not not quite so esoteric. And um, and uh, I really I really like that. I really like um, the Serenity design. Of course, the Serenity is all set in the same solar system, or Firefly, if you like. It's set mm -hmm. in the same solar system, but 
because it uses it still uses sublight and superluminal drives. It's, it's no effort to make that interstellar rather than um, rather than just sort of intersystem. You can, you can just change yeah. the name. So yeah, sublight drive. There you go. Yeah. Ta-da! Galaxy B. Yeah. Make it so. Um, so Do you know what? That's my that's my recommendation. Serenity. The Serenity. Fab. Do you know what? Actually, I'm 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 absolutely in agreement with you. I think Tamsin brought up Serenity, and we sort of uh, poked a little bit of fun at her having done so. But actually, she 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 was bang on, and and I think you are absolutely bang on, Wayne. That is a massively underrated game. There's elements of sort of Savage Worlds in there. There's yeah. elements of uh, you know, and it's great. It, it really, it, it is becoming one of my get to the table type games. My, I really like it. My yeah. only issue with Serenity and Firefly is I feel like you need to be Josh Whedon or Tim Minear in order to run it. I, I just, right. I just never feel confident enough to capture the kind of flavour of the TV shows. So some, it's got a some really sort of co- costume. Or? The, the, yeah, I guess it's, Bailey with a it's, it's the writing. It's the writing and the dialogue. You've got to try and replicate that, and I'm, I'm just not either of Nappy. those two people. I have to say uh, that uh, two of you have completely and utterly ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, uh, Space Master was definitely on the list, and and Serenity too. So I'm I'm stiffed. I was actually I was I was going to be the contrarian this week and play the old Grange Hill defence of just <laughs> say no because because. Uh, a game I'm increasingly coming to like Dune, or it looks like in Nook, back to front there on, on the screen. But Dune, Dunk. Dune, you don't, you, you, all the adventure takes place is on planets. Because I think some of the bits I found really, uh, shall we say, less fun in Traveller is the, okay, now roll to star jump and go to, blah, blah, and it's like, okay. It's only fun when it goes the, wrong. That's the only time it's fun. If, it happens, if it's yeah. successful, you think, well, that's, that was boring. Yeah, you don't need travel rules. You need rules for when travel goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. we need is saying, the don't traveller. You're saying yeah. this, but we had, we had a, I had a sash, session with Carl uh, a few weeks back where we yeah. spent a long time just working out the best route between one system and another. We did, and yeah. And it was... It, oh, of course, Dave. Yeah, you're playing the game, don't you? Um, yeah. yeah, and it was just great. That was... I was a, I was I asleep can't in that. Explain bit, why, but, yeah. but that was great fun. Just this, just working out the route and discussing that, our options. That's a huge problem. Problem. not an us problem. We uh, we say fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. No, it it it. The thing is, it's a really it's a really good group of people, and they could make watching paint dry good fun. So, uh, which I think is fair, isn't is that, it? Yeah. That's true of any role playing game, really. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Okay, so so I can't now clearly say uh, Serenity or indeed the wonderful Space Master. So, I, I, but I'm not going to play the Grain Shield Defense, even though I am sort of you know I'm I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of should, should you really should you really have spaceships and everything else? Now I'm going to show you the uh, the box that my uh, look at this. I've repaired this. I've repaired this so many times. But but this is the original Star Frontiers, Nighthawks. Can you hear that? No. No. Oh, 
I live not far away from Farnborough. We were discussing it a little bit earlier on. I live not far away from Farnborough. There is currently a Spitfire and a hurricane flying overhead. Oh, so, cool. I'm, That's a phone. Turn, turn the camera not, on, Dave. Turn the camera on. It's, it's, not, it's not the traveller police again, is it? <laughs> for us, we they, okay. they would probably be in Spitfires, yes. They would. Okay, so Star Frontiers, right? Star Frontiers originally came out as the, the game in the little blue box. If I showed you that, you know, you, it's not even. I don't. I don't think Sellotape will stick to it now. I do like Star Frontiers as a game. It's it's pretty simplistic, very very quick to go, and, and it is sort of D and D in space with sort of plasticine things and all the rest of it, monkeys that can fly and all the rest of it. However, they then brought out the Starship rules. Now, I don't know whether in later versions of Star Frontiers, if I think they may have amalgamated them. Has anybody got like a second or third edition, which which all which are, were in this sort of horrific sort of purple kind of colour? Nice. But I, I am gonna I'm gonna say Star Frontiers. I've said Star Frontiers for a couple of uh, as my nomination for a couple of things, and some of it you sort of think, well, maybe is that is that sort of rose tinted spectacles? But actually, gone back in the last week or so, I've gone back and have a, had a look at it, and it's. There's actually quite a lot of bit, bits in there. there. There's some stuff in there like, <clears throat> excuse me, it also has um, close combat actions, you know, like boarding actions mm. and things like that, approaching the enemy, approaching a drifting ship, blah, blah, blah. There's lots of elements that you can build into the game. It also says about landing on planets and things like that, which which I think is fantastic. You know, in travel, it tends to be make your pilot and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find you docked in the, on the spaceship. This is what I really like about it is it's incredibly simplistic. And in fact, it starts off with this, which is the, the tactical operations manual, <laughs> which is in the, in the same way that they do in the Star Frontiers, the sort of the, the you know, on-planet bit of the game. They have a basic part of it, which then brings you into the, uh, the full-on advanced game. And and the other thing that, of course, it does get you is lots of little um, uh, counters and things. Uh, so I, I, I will show a, a myriad of little tiny paper, cardboard, you know, sort of things. <laughs> little chits. So, for example, yeah, little chits. Chits. I'm not to like. Heavy cruiser, everybody. That's that's a heavy cruiser. Okay. So uh, it has it has all those sorts of things. It is a very, it, it's not overly detailed. When you're designing your spaceship, you have to do all the things that you don't anticipate. What weapons are you going to have? Uh, are you going to have hatches over here? Are you going to have, uh, you know, personal space equipment, all that sort of malarkey? Spaceship skills, what spaceship skills, you know, piloting skill, stuff added to the game all the time. And then you have optional spaceship equipment, all the kind of weapons that you could possibly want, including proton batteries, come on, torpedoes, mine spreaders. Think about it, everybody. You can get radar jamming. There's radar jamming in this. Oh my god! But that then presupposes you have to have radar jamming rules in the game itself, which means if you... of course you do. Ooh. Listen, it's not Space Master. There's not like eight pages devoted to jamming space. <laughs> you know, atom- would you would you rather have a chemical drive or an atomic drive, for example? I'm saying atomic might be cleaner, but I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Spaceship maintenance and repair costs. Space station. You can you can design a space station. There you go, Graham. There's a weekend for you. Yep. And then, and then, who who doesn't want silhouettes 
of all the all the spaceships on a black grid. Lovely. Really. Listen, got it all. Star Frontiers, simple, simple, but lots of fun. Uh, less less likely to buy the latest version of Star Frontiers, if I'm absolutely <laughs> honest, which I think borders on the sort of, you know, across between borders, my... I think it crossed the border and parked <clears throat> its tanks in horrible... Racist, so, so, inappropriate. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so, so sad. So mine, mine camp territory, really, isn't it? It's so sad. I'd love to see a modern, a really good modern remake of Star Frontiers. Yeah. I'd love to see it updated, but I think they've just poisoned the IP now. Well, if you vote yeah. for Dave in this uh, in this uh, episode, then you you may yet see one. <laughs> that's that's voting for Nazis? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so so I, I am going. Not been on Twitter because I've missed this controversy completely. So this is. <laughs> X-Wing right over my head there with the Star Fox. You are black. Space yeah. Nazis, is it? Okay. They're better off not knowing. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was... Oh, no. <clears throat> Genuinely, actually, Graham, you are better off not knowing. It is... It's horrible. Genuinely uh, horrible. Racist actual... nonsense. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. So just to be absolutely clear... Everybody listening in listener world, this is Star Frontiers Nighthawks, the very, very original one. Yeah. Uh, before it went 19... horribly wrong. Yeah. Before it went horribly, horribly wrong. 1984, five, I'm going to say something like that. Yeah. Great game. <clears throat> Good. And, I, and I'm not a Nazi. Just, just, just you know, please. <laughs> just, to, just get that out of there. Just to clear that one. Just, up. Phew, just I have my know. suspicions here for a second. <laughs> We are going to start the voting round. Mm-hmm. The voting round. So we have Steve went for The Expanse. And realistically, that's because of it driving the story. There's lots of interludes in there. You could do sort of a lot of stuff within the, uh, within the ship design as well, which is great. Wayne eventually went for Serenity, having said, you know, Traveller's got it all, but Serenity does it slightly better. And it's, it, I think you're absolutely right about that personality type element to it. I, I get the feeling it's, it'd be a really, really fun game to play as well. Chris, if you can remember, remember, um, I doubt he can explain Ars Magica, but uh, but that's the one we've gone with, Ars Magica. I do like the idea though of taking something because I I did think about uh, privateers and gentlemen, <laughs> but they didn't have an awful lot about you know ship design and everything else. And <laughs> under sail in space is not. <laughs> well, got, uh, is it star? Is it star jammer? Space Jammer, whatever. Spell Jammer. Spell Jammer, that's it. Yeah, that'll be out soon. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Graham, who is, uh, we'll call him the winner, uh, (laughs) suggested Space Master. (laughs) We're uh, we're getting married next month. (laughs) And then, of course, uh, a committed idiot that I am, I've gone for the uh, less... Nazified Star Frontiers from the 1980s. Definitely not the modern one. Please don't think it's the modern one. Okay, so uh, let's start with uh, Steve. Who are you going to vote for? Bearing in mind, you cannot vote for the Expanse. Yeah. So, so bear in mind, I sort of said that you know, on on the one hand, you've got the extreme crunch uh, side of things, and then you've got the other side, which is you know, practically no rules at all. I mean, I am. Um, sort of firmly in the middle, really. So, I, I, unfortunately, I've got a discount uh, Space Master. 
That's mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Anything that, that, that is going to go, and likewise, star from tears. I'm sorry. They just they, 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 they're of, they of the yet. time. So just make it, yes, make it nice. send send the send the boys in. You're in the book. Um, You're in the book. So so that <laughs> what that gives me this is serenity <laughs> and um, mm. Magica. So uh, and I haven't played serenity. I haven't re- I haven't got it. I haven't read the rules. I I I think if it's I think certainly the way that, that Chris described Ars Magica, which is, especially if, you, if you're looking at space opera where you've got multiple, you know, large crews and that sort of thing, which I know Serenity isn't that. So I'm sure it does do that well. Uh, if I can't vote for The Expanse, then I'm going to go for Ars Magica because I think it's got a lot of potential, really, because it's it's the crew's home. It's where they are. You can have, you know, um, uh, features, flaws, boons, etc. I think that makes a lot of sense, and it's 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 narratively driven, and it drives the narrative. Advice for this. I'm, I'm I'm not sure who's more surprised that you voted for Ars Magica, this <laughs> <laughs> or the rest of us. Well, I like it. I've got a whole row. Of, I've got a whole row of it up there. So. Yeah. <laughs> did, didn't nominate it though, did you? No. <laughs> this I, is the I clever creative one. Creative enough. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne, you cannot vote for Serenity much as you might like to. So you have uh, The Expanse from Steve, Ars Magica from Chris, Space Master from Graham, the winner, and uh, Star Frontiers from me. Okay, well, um, I do I do like um, Chris's idea of the ship as a sort of a narrative construct. You know, it's a sort of, very, it's kind of abstracted. So it's, it's almost like the ship is just scenery. And you get that a lot in Star Trek, where it is the ship itself is just, is scenery, yeah. um, no, but it's a, a, a little bit too esoteric for my for my liking. Um, I'm shocked, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Space Master, Space Master, I think is too crunchy for my tastes. Um, Dang. And I think there's no, think, no such word as too crunchy. Too <laughs> <laughs> I think um, Alpha Dawn is probably of its time. I haven't played it for for about thirty years. Um, my memory of it is is um, of the um, once the little counters came out, the pilot and the gunner kind of doing all the work, and everyone else sat around twiddling their thumbs, <laughs> flicking through smash hits, and uh, and uh, generally just sounds great. Actually, I'd play that game. Yeah, don't, don't shine a torch on uh, on your personal <laughs> health. So it kind of leaves me with with, uh, with Steve's nomination of the Expanse. It sounds like that's just about the right level for me. I like. I'm not quite like. I've only I've only encountered the Age system in the original Dragon Age, but I really like what I saw. Um, and uh, and I think the 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 Expanse system sounds like it's probably just about the right level, that kind of serenity level of simple, but you know, still leaves you with a lot of options. So. I definitely, I'll go with the expanse. Recommend it as I did. Expanse. There you go. Very good. Okay, Chris. Now you can't vote for Ars Magica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm impressed. I've got a vote. I feel like the UK at most at most Eurovision Song Contest. Um, the so I I have played and love um, Serenity Firefly. And I've played and love The Expanse because they both do something very, very well, which is really capture the spirit of what you're seeing on the screen. Like, you know, I yeah. felt like I was there 
and that was grand you know different gms but maybe it was the gm but no, i have a feeling it was the system i haven't run either of them but i've played them and i love them um recently i i picked up star frontiers the uh the, the role-playing element uh, a friend of mine has uh, dug it out of his loft and i, I started to read it uh, I, I frankly inspired by this podcast um and i got about three pages in with little <laughs> little grids of people moving this number of squares to and i just this is really did not feel like a role-playing game so although i haven't seen the space element of what you're describing um i i fear that i might get lost in the same grids there um i the only time i've ever seen space master or indeed heard anyone say anything about it i've seen it at uk games expo in the in the bring and buy and I've seen it, I've heard it mentioned here. I really don't know much about it. Uh, and, and although I'm a bit of an oldie, I, I'm going to go for the cult of the new in terms of the cult of the new to me. Hell, if Frankenstein's RPG is going to work, then anything goes. You can stitch anything together on this monster. So let's go for the, the big old monster head with the bolts in it. Let's go for Space Master. That's what I'm going to go for. Yeah. Something new to me. That's <laughs> because it's new to me. Oh, oh look at that. <laughs> one, of us, like one of us one of us one of us <laughs> it's like the the stepford wives yeah okay graham now graham you can't vote for space master so we have no. the expanse from steve wayne with serenity chris with ars magica and then me with star frontiers so where are you going mm. I, would, I would love to return the favor um uh, much of what Chris said about Ars Magica makes sense. However, um, I think you would have to do an art, it would be a hack of Ars Magica because you would have to, you would have to actually, you know, think about rather than expanding a, a mage's laboratory, you'd be thinking of all the different things. You'd, you'd have to do a bit of work there. And I think poor old Dave is going to have quite the job getting this <laughs> this thing animated as it is. So um tempted by Ars Magical, but uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll just count that one. Um, Star Frontiers, uh, had fun playing the game very briefly, just just never tried the, the, the Starship Combat thing. Um, probably a wee bit too simple from what I remember the, the, the role-playing game was. So if the Spaceship game, I, I like, you know, I like medium to heavy crunch. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I say, if you're going to do it, do it right. Um, Serenity, I'm going to be controversial, probably attract a bit of flack. I'm not a fan of Firefly. Um, like some of the writing, but I didn't like the aesthetic. Um, Cowboys in Space, it's a bit like, Cowboys in Space in Hollywood is a bit like the, the sort of BBC equivalent of going and filming in a quarry. You know what I mean? You've got all these quarries <laughs> lying there and you get cheap costumes let's film shit in a quarry and that's what Firefly felt to me it was like we've got all these ranches about let's go and make a science fiction movie and it'll be cheap so um, that's about let's, let's film shit in a quarry <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Well, there, were, there were an awful lot of moons that just I may as well attract the Iron Doctor Who fans and say that's the Doctor Who um, that's what I liked about it mind you I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gritting my teeth yeah yeah so um uh, <laughs> <laughs> you made a good case for the, the actual the actual rules, but I'm, I'm, I've, got, I've got to pare it down. So I think, uh, having seen Expanse and liked the look of Expanse, and um, I've, I've been persuaded by Steve's argument for the Expanse, it sounds 
maybe, maybe I don't think medium crunch would be right, but it's maybe there's enough there that, that grabs my interest in terms. And I like that. I like that idea of the the crew sort of uh, coming together in the galley and that, that kind of those little episodes. So that that did appeal. Um, so yeah, I'll go for um, the expanse. The expense has Good it. Choice. Good choice. <clears throat> See now, <laughs> I, I I could be the kingmaker. I could I could make <laughs> this. I could make this go to uh, to a, a a standoff. We have the expanse with two votes. Uh, we have Ars Magica with one. We have Space Master with one. I can't vote for Star Frontiers, which is probably just as well. Uh, hmm. See, I, I, this is just Space Master. It's just, it's just, you know, it, the siren it's a wide song. Wide open target there for you. Wide open. Come it's on. The siren. can't see your face, Dave. It's like seeing a kid outside a sweetie shop. And someone's <laughs> just like, put the, put the, they're just turning the open closed sign. Is he going to nip through the door before they shut? <laughs> look, look, it's, it's, it's the chubby kid outside the sweetie shop. <laughs> Can he have a lolly? No. I um do you know what? I'm not gonna go with Space Master. I hate myself already. I'm also not gonna go for Ars Magica. And the only reason I'm not going for Ars Magica is I really like the idea of it. And if there was a, a really good uh I, I was genuinely I went down the sort of route of looking for you know, like a, a, a naval sort of game. If there was a naval game that had ships, I would, you could see that you could kind of, if it was really slick, but I didn't find very many where I thought, yeah, okay, this sort of ship design and the way it works. I really, really like Serenity. I really like it. I, I get what you say about the t- television program, that and Firefly and obviously the rest. And I, and I kind of, I think you're right, you know, it is sort of shooting shit in a quarry. <laughs> but the game, this game is really good. Mm. Funny enough, actually, if if we could, if I, what I didn't, I you know, I'm, I am guilty of what I didn't do, and probably hated, be hated from some people, but I didn't have a look at Savage Worlds, and their sort of side of, of it was mentioned by somebody on Twitter. And I'll try and I'll try and dig that person out. I, I am, haven't they? So that's the, that's their side, or one of their sides. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've not, I've not, I don't have the Flash Gordon for for Savage Worlds. So. Um. I looked at last parsec, um, but the, the ship design rules and that were fairly kind of rudimentary. That savage world, were they? savage world setting, yeah. Yeah, uh, do you know? I'm I'm also I'm going to vote for the expanse. I I think uh, I'd really like from the ship stuff, the whole design and concept and <laughs> mechanics of it is that you can make something happen in the ship and it, it, you know event style stuff. So. With uh, three votes, uh, the ship design crew stroke mechanics is Steve's expense. Well done. Way. And I think I think we're all the traveller fans are, are losing their minds listening to this right now. <laughs> well, you see, Serenity will have uh, or the expanse. Sorry, the expanse will have obviously uh, come from Traveller. <laughs> uh, yeah. Standing on the shoulders of giants, I think was the yeah, phrase. So I, I'm pretty sure that you yeah. didn't say whilst you were um, talking yeah. about. I mean, I'm sure expense. James S. A. Corey, whoever they are, uh, will have would have, uh, would have played Traveller at some point. Oh, definitely. 
But they I were role players, weren't they? The expanse started. Was, they were. It was a role playing campaign. So I, I'm going to assume they were traveler. playing. Well, I remember. I remember when Firefly first came out. There was. There seemed to be this this desperate need in the traveler community to kind of connect it with traveler somehow. I think one of the uh, at one point, Mal Reynolds says like, "Hold on to your hats, travelers," or something, and everyone went, oh, "Traveler, it's traveler," and uh, I, I, no, I couldn't understand. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Josh Whedon played Traveler in college when he was a teenager. Um, so, uh, so that's inhale, obviously so okay. that's obviously <laughs> that's obviously where Firefly came from. Yeah, uh, I, that was weird. It's sort of obsessive need. Shocking. So. <laughs> Shocking. <clears throat> okay, so expanse. That's how we're going to design crews, mechanics, ships, and all the rest of it. So, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good choice. Section two, we're on starship combat. Now, I suspect that this will be fairly sort of quick, actually. I'm not sure that, you know, it's blowing stuff up in space. Who does it best? So how about we go uh, sort of in reverse order? So Wayne, what uh, what would you like to go for with starship combat? Who's the best at starship combat? Well, okay. So um, my favourite and and, and why is it Space Master? <laughs> I, sh- I should have said so. You can edit that below. It's fine. Um, my favourite Starship combat game is actually Star Trek Attack Wing. Um, but um, as that's not part of a role-playing game, it's um, not much use to us. Um, yeah. But the thing is, it, it's mini, I, as a model maker, I love minis on a battle mat. But I do think with a role-playing game, um, space combat needs to be character-focused. And and kind of stay with the with the um, with the players as much as possible, and they they need to all have something to do as well. Yeah, that's that actually that is a great point, absolutely a great point. So everybody has to have something to do. Yeah, go on, sorry. Well, it comes back to I mean, saying that reminded me of um, what was I was mentioning earlier with with Alpha Dawn, my memory of Alpha Dawn, where and I say I'm going back thirty years, we were probably playing it wrong. Um, but um, but yeah, it, it, we, Starship Combat started, and most of us had, had to sit around twiddling our thumbs. Um, so the best the best game I've seen that does this so far is Star Trek Adventures. Because so you still got you, you still have um, you, you can still have a little model spaceship on a battle mat if you like. But it, it abstracts the movement into zones in the same way that it does personal combat, and I I, I love so I've loved zones since they, since I first encountered them in Fate Fate Accelerated. Um, I love that kind of abstract movement system. Um, but whilst your ship can be on this on this board, um, the actual action stays with the players. Uh, everyone has a position on the on the bridge or in the ship. Everyone has um, a kind of an area of responsibility. And whilst there are generic things you can do in a turn, or you, don't, you can obviously do it as a, as a player character, you can do anything in a turn, there's also a menu of options you can pick from each. You know, so, so depending, you don't have to be the pilot or the captain or the gunner. You've got the engineering crew can be fixing damage or boosting power here and there. The medical crew can be running around sort of um, healing crew members that have been injured. Uh, science division can be, I don't know, increasing the modulation of the shield frequency and this kind of, you know, Star Trek-y stuff. Um, 
but it stays. What it nonsense stays... are you talking? <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a table here. I can roll up for nonsense. You're right. Um, but the action, the action stays with the players, uh, yeah. and that you know, the, it, it, it's down to what the players are doing. Um, and I, I really like that. Um, and it helps that the ships, like um, almost like Serenity, the ships in Star Trek Adventures are statted like um, player characters as well. They have, I think, they've got different. Their their stats with different names, but it's a similar sort of block of six. Uh, but yes, that's my not quick and simple. That's my nomination. It's player focused starship combat, which I think works much better in a role playing game than moving miniatures around on a battle mat. So Star Trek Adventures, who's who's the designer of that? Is it is it Modiphius? No, it's Modiphius. Yeah, it's twenty. Yeah, I get very confused. There's been several Star Treks, hasn't there? Yeah, well, I couldn't not couldn't nominate Conan, so I went for two Star Trek Adventures <laughs> instead. I think I think that's good. I like that. I think you're right. Actually, I, I really like the idea of you know, the action is with lots of people as opposed to you know just you. You're mm. the one with the gun. Mm. Okay, uh, Graham, Graham, what starship combat are you going for? Uh, I'm going to dig. I'm going to dig in. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to all this space master again. Uh, Double down. Yeah, I'm going to double down. Yeah, so um, yeah. I, I think I think well, my 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 own choice has been discounted in the first round, but I think we're going to have a problem bolting on a different starship combat system to potentially a different ship design system. But that's for David. No, that's, that's for David to solve further down the line, I suppose. But yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm going to nominate Space Master again because of. Um, I've looked at all the other systems I've got in my small collection, and I know some other ones I've had experience of. Um, uh, and I think one of the problems is they're kind of their simplicity might go against them a wee bit, as in their um, the adventures become a bit repetitive. You keep on getting the same results, you know. Um, whereas Space Master has got a bit of complexity that's going to give you a, a good bit of variety. So. Um, I'm just going to read the types of weapons you can you can deploy here: laser cannons, blast cannons, disruptor cannons, ion cannons, plasma cannons, explosive warheads, nuclear warheads, and matter and antimatter warheads. And they've all got their own critical mm-hmm. tables. So you get all the different varieties of messing up ships, which is a kind of crunchy detail I personally enjoy, and I submit that you may enjoy if you <laughs> open yourself up to that experience. Um, for not some only reason, that, for some. Some reason I've got a desperate urge to light a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, 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 kind of just lean back. Uh, and again, if you go with Space Master, I am going to, um, uh, I'm going to solve a problem which you didn't even know you had. Um, I'm going to be very uh, Scottish and offer um, a two for one solution here. So, uh, what you've not even covered in your list of things to do, well, we've got Starship Design and Starship Combat. Um, how are you going to do your Battle of Hoths, your land, your science fiction land combats, your invasion of Arrakis? How are you going to do that? I submit interchangeable with the Starship combat system. We have Space Master Armored Assault. Cover all, your, cover all your Graf Tank versus Graf Tank needs, Mech Warrior versus Mech Warrior, uh, and your Sardaukar versus your Fremen, if you so desire. So um, that's my pitch wow. for 
for Space Master. Space Master Armored Assault, two for one. <laughs> I just I just have to refer you though to 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 one little bit. I, I, actually, do you know what? I'll, I'll I'll do this again. I will share my screen so that you can. Uh, apologies for everybody listening at home, uh, but uh, as you can see here, fighting. If two or more vehicles want to fight, combat takes place within a framework of 10 second rounds and one minute turns. Normally, each vehicle is allowed one maneuver and one attack roll per weapon per round. The GM should use the following vehicular combat sequence. <laughs> You've got a oh, nice. VCS. <laughs> <laughs> target phase, maneuver phase, maneuver result phase, missile firing phase, non-missile weapon firing phase, missile attack phase, disengagement phase. That uh, is the that kind is... of classic role-playing writing which isn't appreciated in the modern age. No, and I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. Bloody Aravists with your serenity. What's best, old school <laughs> or new school? <laughs> I don't. I don't know about you, Graham, but I'm I'm exhausted now. <laughs> and um, just because you liked it earlier on, I've got you know, I've got some more supplements here. You've got all your different little vehicles. Is that shrink wrapped. It's, it's shrink wrapped. Yes. That's the other reason I'm I'm pushing Space Master because this stuff's got to get used. <laughs> It's just going to sit on my shelf, otherwise. So. I don't know. From the Dave's expression, I think he wants a shrink wrap coffee. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. It needs to be shrink wraps. <laughs> it needs to be. Uh, yes. Let's leave it there. Extraordinary. <clears throat> That's epic, uh, bro. Epic. We we have to we have to have this sort of uh, retirement home for grognards now, don't we? This done done grogging. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? You're never going to go see an old space master. Some library, I'd say. Extraordinary. Right. Steve, Starship Combat, you now have to follow Space okay. Master. All right. Well, um, so I, I'm just trying to think of the first spaceship combat. So playing Star Wars back in 1991, so the old West End game one, I thought, I know. Yep. So, because actually West End games have got quite a good good system. That's not going to be my choice, but just saying, you know. And uh, it, it, at the time, it was quite good fun. I even tried playing Star Warriors. Do you remember that? It was the, the box game. The box game, yeah, yeah. That took an hour for a turn. It was just ridiculous. So that got Brilliant. put on the shelf quite quickly. Um, I have played Star Trek, uh, sorry, Star Wars more recently, the West End games version. And yeah. It, it's a bit it, you know you're, sort of, you're barreling along because the actual system itself for character combat is fairly quick then you hit yeah. space combat and it slows right down so that's so unfortunately again with my you know I, I have an intellectual appreciation of complicated systems but <laughs> in terms of actually running it no thank you okay and then likewise I can, I can forget side, your vote then <laughs> unfortunately so so for me I think you know what you said it's got to be character driven you need all the characters need to be involved I do like a little bit of crunch in there as well so like things that sort of you know some rules so rather than it's just you know narrative which again where games like um, Scrum and Villainy tends to go that that down that direction so I probably have no surprise to anybody at all I'm going to suggest The Expanse for the Starship Combat song <laughs> And the re the reason is welcome, welcome to the one trick pony show. <laughs> it fits perfectly. Okay, so what it is 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 rather than going from the so the starship 
construct or spaceship construction is very light, okay, and it, and it drives narrative. But when you actually get into combat, then it becomes, and I think Graham would appreciate this, a level of crunch within that as well. So if you're talking about, you know, what the actual um, phases are in, in the system, let's see if we can pull it up, because it does actually, it is actually fairly, you know, uh, closely, bloody hell, the PDFs died. Um, so what you have is you have a command phase, right? So the person who's sitting in the centre chair, you know, says, right, you know, full power to thrusters, blah, blah, blah. And they get to roll a dice. Okay, oh, there's a skill check. And that will then, so before we were talking about stunt points. So in the Expanse or in those age games, if you get doubles on your, your roll 3D6 for your, for your skill check, if you get doubles and you're successful, then whatever's on one of the dice called the stunt die, you, you generate points. And that means you can do things like, you know, um, predict the movement of the enemy ship. You can increase your senses. You can increase the damage, you know, you know, target their engines, all that sort of stuff. So you've got that little bit going on. Because often the commander just sits back and goes, fly faster, shoot that. Whereas in this, it's, you've got a little bit more to do. You've got a manoeuvre section. And again, it has zones. So, you know, it's not hex-based comm movement or anything like that. It's moving closer, moving further away. You've got all those options in there as well. Electronic warfare taken from you know jamming six pages down to one paragraph basically just get it whoever's on sensors makes a sensor check though you can add that to either detecting an enemy ship or your your own defense so that's in there weapon attacks you've got torpedoes torpedoes don't hit straight away they actually travel towards the target and again you know it's fairly straightforward there's only like three or four zones in the thing um damage 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 control you know you've got amos down in there going oh, i've got to fix the hyperpulse generator whatever it is down there it's got to do that sort of stuff and so everybody Mi microwave hmm? fix the microwave got to put the, yeah. this yeah put my finger in the, the, the hole so that we don't explosive decompress but what it means is in a normal sized um play group of let's say yeah. five six people you can get everybody doing something in spaceship yeah. combat and also it's got enough wrinkles so that you get a little bit of uh, it's not just i shoot or you shoot with his stunt points, it can generate um, a bit of extra interest in there. Okay. So uh, battle, additional oh, effects are coming through the stunt points. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, um, yeah, and, and the damage, sort of, it's not just hit points, it's it's conditions that are imposed on the ship. So, you know, you, they slow down or the weapon goes offline or the crew can get, you know, badly damaged like in the Expanse when, you know, the, the, the uh, point defence cannons blitz through the ship and you, you're amazed that nobody's got actually you know uh, ripped apart but yeah so anyway for me the expanse part two there you go mm. and i'd also before we finish, i'd like to put the expanse forward for the, the the best supplement title ever beyond the ring <laughs> <laughs> mm. it's one of those it's one of those shows isn't it oh, it's one of those <laughs> da, da, da. right chris you now have to follow the expanse. Graham and Steve are both right that the idea of splitting, you know, spaceship design from spaceship combat is is, is farcical. Um, uh, but unfortunately, doesn't have a, a covenant to covenant combat system, so that's a resort to something that's actually set in the future. Um, uh, uh, and Wayne is right that character, um, that the role that characters play is vital, and 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 I was inclined initially when I was thinking about this to go towards. Uh, fantasy flight games and rogue trader game which is on very okay. big vessels with um uh, with characters that have sort of fairly epic scope to what they're doing on sh on board a ship but then i thought 
I, I, I'm currently playing the Star Trek game. I recently played um, in an Expanse game. And, and in both games, I've come as a player to the conclusion that Starship combat is actually crazy. Because uh, the problem is the, the character's base is what they're zooming around in. And if it gets blown up, your campaign is over. So you have to have this sort of suspension of disbelief between the players and the GM that the GM is not actually going to blow the ship up. If the GM's not actually mm. going to blow the ship up, what's the point in having Starship Combat? Which then takes me a little bit towards the maybe we shouldn't have anything. And then I thought, I'm going to double down actually in the spirit of Graham in one sense, in that I, I'm going to the opposite end of the spectrum. Wayne is actually right, but I, so I'm going to be really, really wrong. What you need is something super crunchy that's got nothing to do with the character's personality in, in one sense. And also I'm thinking of you, Dave. This is something I know, you know, we're in this troubled financial time, something that you're going to bring to Kickstarter you need to be able to market. What works out there in, in the gaming world? I thought, why have you brought in someone from Bonamy Games? It's because of the commercial angle. So I'm going to help you commercialise this. There's an audience out there of gamers of a certain age that want a game maybe that has its roots in the 80s. They want a game maybe that comes in a, in a box, maybe with a couple of D6. They want a game where you get little books that are kind of side <laughs> and out beyond the basic core. Don't do it, Chris. And can give, you, so well. can give you so many different possibilities that can expand the universe, literally and figuratively, that can expand the scope of what you can do with your ships that seem like they, they can sort of endlessly expand beyond this base game. So what I've decided to go for um, is Steve Jackson's Car Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, was uh, I was expecting it to be Vampire Masquerade. I saw the Traveller fans switching off now. Which, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dead to them already. I thought you were going to say RuneQuest. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting Vampire Masquerade. <laughs> Uh, which, uh, which, oh, in terms of the role playing aspect, if you do want to get into your, your kind of characteristics, there's GURPS Auto Duel, but actually, Car Wars has some very light skills in it. It's it's um, it's futuristic. It's scalable because if you want to have fighter combat, you've got your your kind of your bikes and your trikes. Yeah. In the, the system. Yeah, yeah. If you want to have a big vessel with lots of people in one vessel doing different things like jamming radar and firing missile turrets and got, and giving counsel to the other crew members and boosting their skills, you've got the trucks from the, the truck stop expansion. Commercially, Dave, for you, every quarter they bring out this thing called Auto Dual Quarterly. Well, I, I think you, you, you could you could bring out a, a kind of quarterly zine to go with this. Never mind the dice rolls is a zine that's in the same same style and format. You can team up with those guys on it. And I, I also think in this kind of namby pamby era of, of the nanny state looking after everyone, I want to go back to the days of the eighties where lead, lead miniatures were lead miniatures, where you lick your fingers when you're painting these things. You know, uh, it, it's it's uh, it's minis minis for for for. Uh, for for gamers of a certain age, and that's all. Um, like the car wasn't, and you can also call those them uh, um, that are out there, the, and you those, can get them on the internet. So, the, those those gamers licking the lead soldiers or the, the lead figures and yeah. having consumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, know, <clears throat> you see, I, I I agree with some of the comments earlier. You can get lost in detail, so let's let's park that detail for the moment. Um, but yeah, that's that's why I'm going to go for the the little black books of uh, the Car Wars uh, AADA vehicle guide and uh, and other. Car Wars. Well, Do you remember well, when they used to come in the little little plastic sleeve boxes? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, no, as long as you can do uh, boot, your tiny little counters with your manoeuvre tool, so you yeah. can change angles on what you you look at doing. that. Oh. Obviously, your mum comes in, opens the door, a breeze comes in. You're two hours into the game and it's totally crashed. But the thing is. 
if you're going to go for fighting in space and it's going to matter, let's make sure it really matters. You know, the one hit, one kill, your character's gone. Battle cars, another good example. Uh, <laughs> Uh, battle, battle cars well, has this advantage hmm. of being simpler and easier and quicker and easier to put oh. together. Whereas I'm I'm going to I'm doubling down on complexity. Let's let's just <laughs> go for it. Crunchy yes. nonsense. Oh, mm. now mm. Martin Cookson, M Cookie One Two Three. He said when we uh, when we originally sort of started all this off, he says whatever happens in the very first episode, whatever happens, there has to be a wow. This evening, Chris. You have been the wow. Ars <laughs> Majika and Carbors. You've, you've wow. realised why yes. you haven't invited me before. <laughs> 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 been on. I mean, we've had some nutters on here before, but <laughs> line yeah. Double down on the crazy. Maybe it's the heat. Absolutely. Okay. It's like you're in a sauna, actually, where you are. Chris. That's what it is, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> what, what am I going to go for? Well, unfortunately, uh, unsurprisingly, Graham has totally and utterly ruined my suggestion, <laughs> which also would have been Space Master. Have a, have a guess where my vote's going, though. So I'm going to go for I'm going to go for a comparatively new game. I suppose, new? How old is this? Eight years? Ten years? Something like that. Uh, Coriolis. Okay. I like Coriolis. I, I, I like Coriolis anyway. I like. Um, I, I like the setting. Some people have, have, have sort of said that they didn't like the setting, which is this sort of almost like this sort of um, slightly Middle Eastern, you know, sort of Persian. Yeah. yeah. Um, what people called, called it the um, Arabian Nights in Space sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really, really like it. I also quite like, I, I like, um, am, I, am I entirely happy with the, well, there's no, there's no, there is, the opportunity to do critical hits but there's not exactly a, a raft of tables where you can you know have an e critical on 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 your weapon stuff but you know so that's where it might be a bit lacking however it does have uh, rules for large crews and small crews and everybody has a role and everybody's role when they comes to rolling for their role i think that's right um it has an effect in the game so you can redistribute power to you know the forward shields and that sort of stuff and uh although it is a little bit sort of it's slightly abstracted so you, you tend to be in zones and you move from one zone to another or you you sort of try to bypass zones and, and the distance between you makes makes uh makes the difficulty slightly slightly different i I quite like it. I think it takes a little bit of time to get used to because I think they really wanted to abstract the rules completely. Mm. That's the that's the impression that I sort of get, and um, and it is as I say lacking slightly in the crunch, but it's very very good. I think it, I think they set it out quite well. I think it's explicable, and also you get to roll tons of dice. So how could you possibly how could you possibly not like that? It does it does actually. I, I lied. It does have a critical damage table. Yeah. But it's only got uh, it's only got ten entry, eleven entries. I don't think it's enough, person. That's amateur, amateur stuff. You need a book full, don't you? Surely a whole book full. Two D six. It's not it's not percentile, is it? Two D six. But it is good. I think I think they've done a really good job with it. I I, I imagine absolute purists who want to have you know, I'm specifically firing on this element of that corner and i'm trying to take that out might not enjoy it quite so much because it is a little bit looser 
but it works. It's very slick. It doesn't interrupt the game. That's the other thing I've, I found quite nice about it. You, you know, it, it's you can flow into the combat. Everybody has the role, and then you can flow out of the combat when there's been a result. So I think I think there is a uh, there is a case to say that sometimes that starship combat would really sort of slow things down. You know, that yeah. hour long maneuver you were talking about earlier on. But I like it. I like Coriolis anyway. I do like Free League. I, I would have would have perhaps talked about the alien RPG slightly more, but I, I think their best iteration of science fiction, I think is Coriolis. Mm. So that's my, uh, that's my, um, nice. My second choice. Oh dear. Right. So we're going to do, right. I'm, I am going to, I am going to start, uh, the, uh, the voting this time. Uh, I'm going for space master. <laughs> Job done. There you go. If, if if I could if I couldn't say it myself, I, I, you know, I, I'd I'd love to play big old thing of space. But I've I've found myself disappearing down a bloody rabbit hole recently. Look at all these bloody oh Merp modules. I keep buying. I knew <laughs> I'd get it in, a, in the mortgage end. Mortgage right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> uh, space Master gets my vote. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, let's go with uh, Graham. Graham, you can go next. Um, do, 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 do. Remind me of our, our choices again, just a real recap. Yep, sure. So you have, uh, you can't vote for Space Master. I, I may amend the results. Uh, I may amend the voting so that you can. <laughs> uh, you, no, you're not allowed to vote for Space Master. You have Coriolis, uh, which came from me. Chris had uh, Car Wars. Steve went with The Expanse. And Wayne was uh, Modifius's Star Trek Adventures. Uh, okay so expanse uh quite modular conditions on that star trek adventures action with all the players everybody has a role in combat car wars wow (laughs) Uh, and coriolis was uh, was my suggestion i'm loving chris's creativity with 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 car wars um Maybe we should save that for the post-apocalyptic RPG series mm-hmm. that you're going to do of Frankenstein's um, RPG. Um, uh, <laughs> I think I shall uh, go for Star Trek because uh, I think it's a very important point um, that you're specifically covering getting get the crew to do a role and, and uh, uh, Starship Combat. Um, in modern defense, Space Master does some of that. If you get crew with the right skills, you can assign them to the electronic warfare countermeasures, or they can jump on a gun. But this sounds as if it's given a, a, a little bit more thought. Um, uh, yeah, I'll go. For, I'll go for Star Trek. Okay, Star Trek, fantastic. Uh, Chris, it is your turn. You clearly cannot vote for Car Wars. Uh, you have uh, Steve's Expanse, Wayne with Star Trek Adventures. Uh, Graham with Space Master and me with Coriolis. What would you like to go for? Well, I, I always love um, Free League sort of presentation and graphic design and art and setting and background and work kind of thing. That's good, um, isn't it? Yeah. A, a confession, and, and, and I think it's got to be me, not, not Free League, because it, it's all so popular, but the actual mechanics I bounce off of for some reason for, yeah. for it. So um, uh, I, uh, uh, we, we were looking for a sci-fi game to play. We, we, we got it as a group explored it and went there's almost sort of um, i don't know for some reason it, it reminded us a bit of shadow run in, in some ways but anyway there, there's something about the mechanics that, that didn't quite gel with us um 
the expanse um uh it 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 has a, a a strong case. It has it, its its merits for that sort of. Uh, I kind of enjoyed the anticipation of waiting for the missile to land. You were talking about it um, quite a lot earlier in the podcast. It's it's incoming. You know, it's gonna gonna hit, and that can generate some role playing opportunities, which is nice to have. Um, Space Master. I fear on health and safety grounds, if I were to choose Space Master, that something terrible might happen uh, to one of the people on this uh, uh, on this call. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, not sure we can get the medical aid there in time to, to deal with it. Um, I, and a thing I love in the the Star Trek example is the techno babble. And and I'm playing a Star Trek game at the moment. I'm actually playing. Um, uh, the hero system champions as the rule system, but a, a lot we're playing a lot of scenarios from uh, 2D20 uh, Star Trek and a lot of background, and we're, we're borrowing a lot from the game. But one of the things in the game is uh, that our GMs lent into is the idea you can't do anything unless you narrate it, because in Star Trek they always say, "I am realigning the baffler suckers in order to regrade the." Uh, um, there's there's a there's guides in the books as to as to how to talk techno jargon and, and nonsense um uh, you, you always have to narrate what you're doing and, and that adds a bit of uh, color and flavor uh, and you do feel involved and um that you're contributing um in, in that that 2d20 system in, in a way that really matters to, to each individual character you've got a bit of personality to what you do so in fact i mean i i've got to be honest you know car wars is, is mad you just blow up and die and, and that's it and it's over you really need everything about character and about flavor and star wars uh, star trek does it for me cool that was a, that was nearly a clanger star trek <laughs> does it for me uh, yes <laughs> you'd be uh, you'd be drummed out of the trekkies club for that as well as the traffic <laughs> yeah. okay uh wayne you can't vote for Star Trek. So you have Expanse, you have Car Wars, you have Space Master, and you have Coriolis. Ooh. Right. Okay. Um, right. Um, again, I feel like Space Master is just too, too uh, complex and probably of its time. Right. Not, not wash, wash your mouth out now. <laughs> what about your Battle of Hoth? Remember? Two for one. Two for oh, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now my, my, my memory of Space Master is actually critting on a science role and discovering an entirely new area of physics. That was uh, so you know, like I don't dis- There's your wow, there's your wow right there. Yeah, there yeah. That is that is the definition of wow. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um okay. Car Wars would be interesting. <laughs> it's uh, especially if you can still do a bootlegger reverse in a spaceship. Oh yeah. Um but uh, I think, and Coriolis, uh, I don't, I don't really know. Although it is, it does intrigue me. I mean, a lot of people speak very highly of it. I don't really know it at all. Um, I think so. I'm gonna go for the Expanse. I think again, um, if if only because it sounds almost identical to Star Trek Adventures. It's very, very similar setup. Um, listening to what's the way uh, Steve described it. Um, so I think that's that's the winner for me. And I think I'm going to have to buy it because it just sounds <laughs> great. It sounds like really worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it right up your good alley. Fun. Good. It's good fun. So, Steve, obviously you can't vote for The Expanse. So currently we have Star Trek Adventures with two votes, Car Wars and Coriolis are voteless, and Space Master has one vote. 
Where would you okay. like to cast you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Graham. I have to discount <laughs> Space Master up front just because it's, you know, as I say, intellectually, yes, but, you know, in a, in a game, not your... Not on a, not your you game. have no stamina. No stamina. I nearly had a, a breakdown trying to run a Merc one shot, so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> it's, okay. It's, uh, Space Master. Um, okay, so Car Wars... Uh, uh, yeah, another creative uh, choice. I, I'm, I'm liking it. I, I particularly like the misdirection when you everyone thought you were going to say travel and they went, no, Carl was, that was quite good. Oh, did I, I hint like at that? that? Sorry, I, sorry <laughs> for any traveller fans who got excited. It wasn't my thing. Yeah, <laughs> I it was brilliant. Um, so I haven't played Social Adventures. Um, I, I think I flipped the rules within there, but I, I have played Alien. And I have read the rules for Alien, and I'm, and again, as an assumption here, because I know that years the, the Year Zero engines can be quite different. Um, but when you're talking about things like zones and that sort of stuff, um, I think I'm going to go with Coriolis on this one. I think um, because I have some experience in the system, whereas I have none of the two D twenty thing. Although to be honest, it, it, it could be either or really, to be honest. So, but uh, yeah, I'll go for go for Coriolis in this instance. Well, listen, with uh, with two votes, Star Trek Adventures is is crowned the Starship <laughs> Combat System for uh, uh, for the Frankenstein's RPG science fiction game. Nothing well done, mind. good stuff, bravo, nicely done, fantastic, good. I'd, some fun there, I think. <laughs> I, I thought Definitely. Chris, I thought that was particularly cruel. It was good. It was good. A big build up. Oh, sorry. I really that wasn't, you know. <laughs> didn't intend that at all, did you? Clearly not. I couldn't work it out on the leech. first one. I could only do it on the second one. <laughs> I would, I would love Fantastic. to see, I would love to see a starship design system that that kind of that worked the way you described the Ars Magica setup. Because yeah. I, I think that would be sort of abstracting ship design to that level would be really interesting. I think it would be. I can imagine a setting where the ships are so vast that the combat between them is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. It's almost like Star Destroyer or um, Death Star level kind of ships. You know? Rogue Trader's worth a look for that kind of thing. Okay. If, okay. I, if I had my sensible head on, I probably would have pitched a Rogue Trader for at least one of these two, if not both of them. But uh, yeah. uh, and that... honest, honestly, I was actually tempted by Traveller. I just assumed everyone would choose Traveller. I, I did. I thought I could only think about one thing. So let's pick something that I think no one else will pick rather than I think lots of other people will pick. So, uh... Uh, well played. It's a good one. Scum and Villainy does, I think, kind of abstract it to that, but perhaps too abstract. It just suggests a couple of, you know, um, sort of additional uh, facilities that your ship can have, like uh, a special med bay or um, or or, uh, a a, a, a little space where you can smuggle goods and then if you pay a bit more, that kind of support. The ships are there, and they've got like and the the, the pic, they got the artwork, and it's got it actually sort of it seems like it's going to have quite a bit of detail because it talks about different systems and stress mm. mechanics that sort of stuff. And then the the, the actual mechanic rules are like, hmm? yeah, the rules. <laughs> it's like what? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like there, there are only three. So. There are only three as well. You got three to choose from, uh, which you know I um I haven't played I haven't played Scum and Villainy, but it looks from from reading through it. It looks like that would work perfectly well for the system, but I just thought as a ship design system, that just feels a bit, you know, sort of a bit, a bit limited. Um, I, I say, time for scum and villainy, but if if you know for 
for a more generic kind of space opera system, which which is the way yeah. the Frankenstein game feels like it's going. It felt yeah. it just <clears> felt like they weren't. It, it just it was a bit limited. Yeah. I think the idea I, is I, that I, the I, ship represents sorry. a different style of science fiction. You know, whether you got your Star Trek or your Star Wars, or you know, I'm not sure yeah. the third one would be. I, I was I was going to go really really abstract. I was looking at Spire. Okay. Okay. And I, and I was I was sort of thinking, you know, how could you? But there isn't really anything in there that you could sort of steal because, you know, I, some of the things I I like. I think the, the the big I think the best points that were coming out of this was saying you know, everybody has to be involved. It can't be just a transactional sort of, you know, move this here and shoot and all the rest of it. But I was I was sort of thinking about Spire the way. You could potentially narrate a, like a dogfight, mm. but you'd have there would have to be some sort of underpinning mechanics, and I think it would be slightly too abstracted. But mm. yeah, there's some great great stuff in there. Really, 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 one really... of those games that someone will make a version of that, and you go, "Oh, that's how you do it." Yeah. Mm. Well, it was it was it was the point that a couple of people had made about how would you have Ian Banks's? Oh, how would you convert Ian Banks's? Which, which you know, and I, I love, and maybe, maybe Spire might be a, a direction that you could go in with that. Well, I was going to say, I, I think Ars Magica is probably as close to that, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. But, good. Just to just to perhaps uh, really aggravate the travel fans, I, I tried um, back in the day. They, they released a Starship Combat board game called Mayday. Mm-hmm. Um, which I tried and it nearly broke my brain. Like you needed, you needed a degree in astrophysics, I think, to to work it out because all the gravity wells, and forward momentum, trajectory, and oh, so uh, that was no fun at all. It wasn't. It wasn't Luke Skywalker flying down the trench in the Death Star, put it that way. It was. Mm-hmm. It was the, the far end of that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, not, not if you, not, if you not really want to go. <laughs> if you want to go down that rabbit hole, again, talking about the Anna Harrington novels, there's a game around that. It's called the Saganami Island Tactical Combat Simulator. And it is extreme. Right. <laughs> extreme. Mm. Yeah, like protractors. And you know, it's, okay. it's crazy. And, and, and on that bombshell. <laughs> uh, listen, gentlemen, thank you ever so much. Been fantastic. Really enjoyed that. Well, that was episode seven. Wow. <laughs> Listen, having got over COVID, uh, I'll try and actually put some show notes in this time. I won't uh, I won't prolong the agony anymore. Uh, if you get the opportunity, have a look through them. Lots of people contributed via Twitter to this episode's chat. I'm sorry we didn't get to read out all the tweets and emails. I think it would have taken it over two hours, but absolutely brilliant. Time is, as ever, a thief. But thank you very much indeed to all those who did take the time to vote uh, on the online poll. Traveller won, by the way. Oh, clearly, clearly didn't make it in. Uh, but thank you for for voting and sending in comments. It really is hugely appreciated. And uh, again, this is this is meant to be a bit of fun. That's it. So uh, next time, uh, episode eight, we'll be talking all things equipment. Who has the best and who sort of handles it in game the best? Uh, and also a previously controversial subject of this idea of fate points or luck or uh, well whatever it is. Anyway. 
We'll see you next time. And thanks again for all your support and for downloading. The music comes from the Freak Fandango uh, Orchestra and is uh, via open license. So thank you very much for them. Okay, see you soon. Stop it.